Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji. And before we get started, I just want to say thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I also want to say thank you for rating and reviewing and sharing the podcast with your friends. I love it. It makes me very happy. And you know what else makes me happy? Hearing from you. So if you have any questions or comments or if you just want to say hi, what's up? Uh, email me at whatsyourjerseypodcast at gmail.com. Oh, meatballs. It's been a week. We've had a lot going on. Um, for those of you that are just tuning in, I call my listeners meatballs. That's what that was. I just got back from a bachelorette weekend. I had a birthday week before it. I finished a run of a Hollywood Fringe Festival show. So, you know, it's been aggressive, but we got tons of energy. Um, and I, I, I just want to get to the podcast. We're just going to get into it. Uh, but before we start, I was listening to the Lady Gang podcast, and I love them. And we're actually trying to get Becca Tobin on the pod soon. But um, Kelty Knight was talking about certain quotes that she loves. And she was saying something, and I'm going to butcher it, but it was something along the lines of once you realize your worth and once you realize you're not settling for anything in life, you become un unstoppable and I really like that and it applies to my guest this week um it's funny we're actually recording on a Tuesday and she is the definition of transformation Tuesday uh she's one of my really good friends and you've heard me talk about her on the podcast before uh she is my white girl rapper in crime well we were we were rappers at one point um R.I.P. WeHo Click um but she she now is a lifestyle and wedding photographer in Los Angeles. She is the bride-to-be that bachelor party I was at this weekend was th- thrown for. Uh, everyone, welcome Tyler Chase to the podcast. Hi. Hi. That was kind of crazy. I listened to your podcast so much, I forgot that I was about to be on it. I was just like listening to you like do your thing, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have to talk now. You're like, oh, <laughs> whoops. What's up? Oh, you're so bubbly and fun. Oh, my God. Thank you. I wish you guys could see her right now. I'll post a picture of it. <laughs> she is so on brand with everything surrounding her. She is sitting on my, what color blue would you call this couch? I would call it like a gray, dusty blue. Gray. Oh, that's good. A gray, dusty blue. But she's got like a blue and white striped. Is it chambray? You call that chambray. Chambray, yeah. like wrap button, perfect little dress <laughs> and this hat. What, what would you call this hat that you're rocking my fiance calls it a cowboy hat and it is not it's definitely not a cowboy hat. like it doesn't flip up yeah um like a long-brimmed fedora let's call it that oh yes Mm -hmm. it's really good guys i recommend this as an outfit of the day shout out to stassi schroeder june 30th her birthday is national outfit of the day day um no you look amazing oh thanks jack yes and she has a perfect blonde like ombre waved blowout can you tell the meatballs how you got this insane blowout she was trying to tell you that I have not showered since my bachelorette party. <laughs> I mean, I washed my body. I haven't washed my hair. It's been an aggressive two days trying to recover. That's not fair. I just, but I did put like a couple curls in before because I, oh. <laughs> we just spit rosé all over the couch. Yep. Um, I really think that's the key to having good wavy hair. 
Dirty hair. Dirty it up. Yep. Yeah. A little bit of Palm Springs pool water. <laughs> you know, it's gross. Ty was teaching me how to do like the wave around, around, what is it? The barrel. The barrel. How do you do it? You leave the clamp out. I leave the clamp out and just wrap it around with my hand and hold it and keep the ends out so they're straight. It's really more of a visual thing. So this is hard to describe. <laughs> this is really tough. No one can see me, but... I don't know. I love it. Well, I think it's really funny that we just came from a bachelorette party and I want to do the Just Enough with Jacqueline Sports segment with you. And I think we're going to compare something to The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Yeah. I feel like we've got something. Uh, Yeah. We got a little something. Meatballs. uh, It's the World Cup. It's happening. It just started last week. Do either of us give a shit? I don't know. Not really. <laughs> but I think it's cool <laughs> and it's exciting. And I didn't watch the Mexico game like live because we were, I think, driving back from your bachelor yeah, party. Yeah, that was the time. But I saw all this like footage of everyone in bars just cheering. Crazy. And going insane. Watching the World Cup a few years ago was like one of my favorite experiences. Really? I didn't really watch it and we were drunk by like 9 a.m. because it was the time difference. Yeah. But <laughs> it was so much fun. So we need to watch this week. Yeah. I feel like we, we've already missed out. I think Poland played today. Okay. Yeah. Something sure. happened with a ref. I like Ghana. <laughs> Do tell. Why are well, you team Ghana? <laughs> well, the, the I almost said episode. The game I watched was Ghana versus the U.S. And they were good. Really? Yeah. But however, U.S. beat them that. But I felt like they were... We were the underdog, but then they won, and I somehow ended up feeling bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of like the the this year, like Mexico. Well, I guess yeah. we don't really feel bad for Mexico. No one feels bad, but they were the underdog. Right? They were the underdog, yeah. and they caused a freaking earthquake. That is insane. Right? There was a seismic... I, I forget the word that comes after a seismic, but there was like a seismic shift or something yeah. in the universe. Not the universe, the world. Just in Mexico. Just in Mexico. In Mexico. The game. Oof, this is bad. Um, We're going to keep going. Uh, Anyway, Mexico was the underdog. And when they scored a goal, I think they scored a goal within the first 35 minutes of the game. So everyone was really, really excited for them. They're rooting for them, even though I don't think they're going to win the World Cup. Mm -hmm. So for those of you meatballs out there that don't really follow the World Cup or soccer, there's a bunch of different teams at the beginning. Kind of like yeah, The Bachelor. Like all over the world. All over the world. You have like a plethora of people that have made it in. It's yeah. like they've tried out, they've played all year, and now they're in the World Cup. And it's like the contestants from The Bachelor that are auditioning. <laughs> from all over to meet one man. <laughs> to meet one man. So is Ari... Okay, we're trying to compare it to Ari. That's what Ty came up with. Okay, so Ari... Let's see. What do we figure it out? Ari is the World Cup in this comparison exactly and he first proposed to becca (sighs) and then pulled and just said no never mind (laughs) just kidding (laughs) um and proposed to the other girl so in this case we're saying that becca is like mexico because all of a sudden she has her life turned upside down and it was really sad and she had to sit in the middle seat going home on the airplane and it was really awkward that poor thing (laughs) 
and talk about champagne problems. (laughs) But then she got to be the bachelorette and she's meeting so many amazing men. So it's like she won the World Cup. Exactly. Like at first, like everyone, like Mexico won this game. Everyone's excited. And then the World Cup, a.k.a. Ari, took like might take it away. Mexico might not win. Yeah. (laughs) But we'll still be excited for Mexico because they had that exciting earthquake. Like no one will ever be that excited about anything. Anything. Ever again. (laughs) So they're like Becca because now she gets to have a plethora of dudes to choose from. Have you been watching this season at all? I have been. I can't watch until Tuesdays because I don't have cable, so I watch on Hulu. (laughs) (laughs) I respect that a lot. It's amazing. I thought I was going to miss cable a lot, but I don't. You really don't? It's an you don't have to watch commercials or fast forward through commercials. It's, it's just nice. It's perfect. And now my life isn't like revolved around TV as much. Okay. But it's Did, great. I recommend it. So we're not going to recap the MTV Movie Awards then. Yeah, that's the only thing. I can't watch live stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't live, actually. They filmed the awards on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And then they they showed them on Monday, which I don't like. And when we went to the, what did we go to? People's Choice Awards? We went to the People's the Choice Awards. It was wasn't it? Like... It wasn't. It was, definitely was not live because it was like a morning show or something we attended with like full makeup and like tight ass dresses. Oh, sorry. Can I curse? On you the can show? say whatever the fuck you want. Awesome. Yeah. Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, we. It was very early. When it was we saw it. super and early. They definitely did not air it that early. No. Ty and I, when we started doing our like rap parody videos, I was convinced that her and I were going to be asked to go <laughs> to the VMAs, the MTV yep. Music Awards. I was like, like we were going to win an award for like a rap parody. <laughs> and now looking back on that, I mean, I don't even like understand how I ever did that in my life before. But <laughs> we were so del- like so delusional. Like we reached out to every person we knew that could possibly get us to the VMAs. I feel like we came close. We did. I mean, we got to the People's Choice Awards. We did get That's to the like People's Choice Awards. Step. We got on the radio. We were on the radio. I was in the shower and my phone was blowing up and I got out and I was like, what is happening? I was like, did someone die? What's happening? Is someone having a baby? And I like looked at my phone and I was like, oh my God, I'm currently on um, Booker played us on Amp Radio. Amp Radio. <laughs> I was like, I was so, and I was so bummed because I just canceled something that I was, I should have been in the car and all I listened to was Amp Radio. Oh, totally. So Me too. I should have been in the car at the time and I would have, I probably would have gotten in an accident. So thank God I didn't <laughs> hear it live. That would have freaked me out. I that was really really cool. Chris Booker's been a guest on this twice. He's oh, hey. we're a big fan of Booker. And guess what? Um, news dropping now. Meatballs. Uh, Booker actually hooked up Perez Hilton with me, so he's going to be a guest in I think three weeks. That's so amazing. Yay. He is your biggest fan, Jacqueline. <laughs> I don't know if no. you guys heard Meatballs, but she was on. He gave her the best review of her show on his podcast. Aww. It was amazing. He's like that, Jacqueline. She's just so talented <laughs> oh my god like he couldn't stop raving about her and like he has no reason to do this but like for genuine purposes like he was i was like in shock he was um like not in shock because you are amazing but Thank like you. i was so I was like this is un- unreal it was really cool Perez, his his blog's been around forever i mean girl that's how we got all our info <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah amp radio a bunch of my friends from high school happen to be out in la 
Mm-hmm. And they were listening. They were like driving down to Laguna from L.A. It was rush hour traffic on a Friday. And they all heard it in the car, which was crazy. That's bananas. Yeah. And then my phone, I was waiting in line at the Hollywood Improv to like do an open mic, like wanting to slip <laughs> my wrists. And I that was really cool. I started like screaming in line like yep. a crazy person. <laughs> Oh man, we, that was more of a visual was, song, was, though. The video was so visually well done, and you had to see it to understand it a little better too. If you yeah, like. we did. Um, it's a parody of Jay Z and Kanye's "And in Paris." And it was called Bitches and WeHo. So for anyone that wants to look up our old work from it's still on five Vimeo. years ago. I think it was like five or six years ago. I think ago. it was five or six years it's ago. insane. Yeah. It was crazy because it was kind of before parodies had really started mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Like, I don't know why we even did... like. Uh, for me, I just had always wanted to be a pop star. Me too, but I can't sing. So the fact that I like agreed to this was like not the smartest idea for me. <laughs> I wish I could sing. If I could sing, I would have been pursuing like to be Britney Spears. Because you have the abs for it too. <laughs> you really do. Like Thank that's you. why I never did it. I, I tell jokes on stage about that. I, I could never have abs. <laughs> like I always wanted to be a pop star. You need, you need a good set of abs. You need a six pack. Yeah. So now I just make fun of them, which is what we did in the video. But your singing was great. I'm going to play a clip oh lord <laughs> it's gonna happen i'll put it in later so you don't have to listen to it now um but yeah it was crazy because we didn't really have a budget we did like a GoFundMe. yeah we did like we got very generous donations from a lot of our friends and very random people and it was it was like one of the most like touching moments of our lives i feel like having all these people support us and all of our like friends and family just like fully back us everyone and like make our like basically made our dreams possible yeah our friend steven slade who's been on the podcast like donated his mansion for filming yeah we had o-town trevor in it wearing a lakers jersey was that your lakers jersey probably okay can you tell the meatballs your affiliation with the lakers so both of my parents have worked for the lakers in life my dad worked for them for 23 21 or two years something like that um as head of sales and marketing and my mom was a laker girl (laughs) in the 80s with paula abdul that sort of era and so I grew up going to, I had to go to every single Laker game. And at the time, I hated it. I would throw a fit. I would just like be in my dad's office the whole time. Because at the form, his office was like in the form. Mm-hmm. And so I would just like play like putt-putt and random games that he had in his office and like hated being there. And then as I got older, I would ask to like go to a game and like, because we had season seats. But my dad would sell the tickets like a year in advance. So I'd have to be like, dad, can I go to a game in a year and a half from today <laughs> if I wanted to like get his tickets? What? Yeah. And then I became obsessed with the Lakers and I always wanted to go. And then they had a downfall. And now and now it's crazy. Like, I don't know the last time I watched a game. Was it when we were at Hyde for the parlor party? Yep. Yep. Probably. Yep. <laughs> so we didn't really watch the game. So that probably doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were of like Laker royalty blood. Your mom was a fucking Laker girl. Yeah. That's insane. Um, can you tell the meatballs her like Instagram handle? I feel like she's like so cute and hot that oh people gosh. need to see her. Um, her Instagram is kebab chase. I feel like she she posts mostly photos of my nieces now. Like they're not yeah. too it's not too interesting. You can do a deep dive though. Yeah, yeah. You should go on her Facebook. That's where she has all of her pictures. There you go. <laughs> do you have any good stories from her being a Laker girl? 
I'm sorry I didn't bring her along with you. I know. She would be so much more entertaining than I am. She has so much energy and it's just like the life of the party all the time. Yeah, she is. And she's the tiniest human and being. She's so, I mean, she can tell she was a cheerleader and she did that way before the Lakers too. Okay. She's just like always has so many, so much like energy and like is just like always talking like you can sit in a room with her for two hours and not say one word oh and but she's talking the whole time wow yeah i'm gonna make you talk though <laughs> um did the, did you like having a parent that was so talented and beautiful and talkative and like bubbly did that make you like want to be the opposite like or were you like oh my god i want to be just like my mom i wanted to be just like her Aww. it was just very inspiring to me to like want to be like her because like I she pursued acting also and she did like lots of movies in the 80s before I was born um and it was nice also having her like support because I know a lot of people don't have their parents with support but because my mom did it they both like understood it where most people just don't get it because I get it it's a very strange thing to want to do yeah for sure (laughs) but I wanted to be just like her I like I knew from like being a young kid I wanted to be an actor like Mm -hmm. I literally never thought of anything else and my mom didn't want me to do it professionally until I was 18 so I could make my own decision just because it's a rough industry it's rough and And, tough I'm glad she did but really, see, I always was mad at my parents for not letting me to like go to Broadway at 14. Right. No, I, I wish in some ways I think like, oh, maybe I could have like gotten a break when I was younger and then I'd still be acting now. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a rough industry and it's it's a lot of hustle and it's a lot of like rejection and you have to have like really thick skin, which I definitely did not as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I did not grow up until after like, I moved, went to college in New York, I feel like, and I got really thick skin there. In New York? That's so weird. Everyone's so chill and right? nice. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> so gentle and sweet. So how does that happen, though? Like, you decide all of a sudden, like, you're an L.A. kid. Like, you were born in, was it Marina or Brentwood? I was, well, I was born in Santa Monica. Okay. Um, but raised in Playa del Rey. Yeah, you're like what everyone always like dreamed of. Like you were like the California girl. You are the California girl. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit with like sometimes a southern accent, which I don't know where this Very random. Very it random. does come out. Yep. Yeah. Neither of my parents have an accent. Mm-mm. And I I sometimes do. Well, I mean, I was from Jersey and even in high school when Britney Spears became a thing, mm-hmm. I would start talking like her just for, <laughs> just cuz. We pick things up. We totally pick things up. Yeah. I feel like that's why you and I were able to rap. <laughs> Terribly Whole other story Whole other story But yeah And people would be like Why are you talking like that And I'm like What are you talking about Like Like I would just like Throw it in there Like no one would notice Yeah I never noticed a Jersey accent On you either I hear more of like A valley girl Oh that's what everyone says Yeah 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 I don't get it. I don't understand because I don't even go to the like, Am I God? (laughs) Am I God? It's like not annoying. (laughs) Thank you. Some people call me annoying on the podcast. Oh, that's sweet. I know. Yeah. Whatever. Haters gonna hate. (laughs) It's fine. They're still listening. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you born Brentwood did the whole high school acting thing. Oh, right. You were asking how I was gonna, ended up in New York. Yeah. How did that happen? Honestly, I don't really know because I never had even been to New York when I said to my parents, I want to go to school in New York City. Okay. And they were like, no, you're not. You're not leaving. Because my sister only went to school like an hour away from where we were, my older sister. And so um, I went. I ended up going to New York on like a college trip my high school took us on. And I was like, yep, this is it. And I think I knew I wanted to be in L.A. for like the rest of my life. So... I wanted to go explore and like, experience something else. And knowing that I wanted to do acting, New York was like the only other place I could really go and do it. Yeah. 
So I went. Did you study acting in college? I studied. I didn't study in my college. I actually studied photography and math. For Shut up. Whatever reason. Yeah. So there's always been like a photographer inside you. Yeah. I just wanted to do it as a hobby. I never really ever thought about it as a career. But then I went to a conservatory for acting outside of school. So I was really busy. Um, and then I uh, remem- realized that I was too cold. So then I came home. <laughs> um, Tyler's best friend, Courtney, shout out to Courtney, um, was telling us a story about them being little babies in New York, <laughs> getting to college for the first time. And Ty was like so grown up because she was 18 and Courtney was only 17. Can you tell them that story, please? Courtney's like, I was 17 when I started school. Like, I was a baby. And I was like, Courtney, your birthday is September 1st. <laughs> I think orientation is August 28th and then and then a few days later she turned 18. She's like, oh, it just sounds better than makes me seem younger. <laughs> oh man, she's so funny. I love her. Me too. Um, okay, so you were like, I'm cold. I'm out. Yeah. You drove across. I've never driven across country. Oh, I highly recommend it. it you was do? great. I loved it. However, by the end of it, I was like, I just gotta get home. Like, <laughs> our last stop was the Grand Canyon and I was like, I don't want to see any more open spaces and nature i just want to be home like it was sad i didn't get to appreciate the grand canyon because i was like seeing it let's go let's go gotta get back that's so funny but it was a really amazing trip do you have any tips for like driving across country well i don't well now because we have like navigation systems and ways on our phone it's very different because i had to print out MapQuest. oh yeah because in 2011 there was google Maps. it's when apple maps would take you to like starbucks in dubai you remember that? Like, it was before it, like, really got, like, the kings figured out. And you're like, I want to go to the Starbucks. It's, like, three blocks away. And it would direct you to, like, somewhere m- thousands of miles away. You're like, I don't think this is right. This, is, this feels wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this, I ended up in Compton probably twice. Oh, that's safe. Right. When I first moved here, because I would have to print out the MapQuest yeah. for, like, auditions in L.A. I was living in Manhattan Beach. So that's kind of like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. No not way. okay. So we're like aging ourselves. People are like what? What? What's Print. what's MapQuest? It's a printer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. I was trying to print out stuff actually before you got here because I have a special thing for you at the end of the podcast. But you're oh, just gosh. gonna have to read it off my screen. Okay. I know. Um, okay. So you drove. You were across country. Oh wait, I didn't help. I didn't let you finish that story. That was pretty much all. But no, I mean, my tip would be my tips would be just like just make sure you have somewhere to sleep every at least 13 hours okay like and i mean but that could be other people i just i need sleep (laughs) and 13 hours was our longest drive without stopping somewhere and that one was far and it felt long did you switch off driving yes you did okay yeah Ah, uh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And then you were in sunny California. Yeah, that was it. It was nice. And then what happened? You moved to Hollywood and you started auditioning and like pounding the pavement. Yep, I started auditioning. Started pounding the pavement. Everyone drives. You don't pound. You don't walk around yep. and hand out your headshot. Hold on the pavement. Yes. Um, but then I also started working in a bar at the same time, which then kind of consumed my life. <laughs> <laughs> that does happen when you first start working in a bar. Yeah. 
and then you sleep. You you work until three or four o'clock in the morning, and then you sleep until like noon or one, and then you're like, well, my day is gone now. Got to yeah. go back to work. We were all walking cliches. Yeah. Until you get like older and you're still doing it, and then you're like, well, I'm still gonna have to wake up and do all my shit and like do all the other right. shit, and yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was 21. I didn't like know or care. Yeah. No, and then that's was oh, that when we met? We met like a year. I think I'd been back for a year. Um, and uh, you did not like me. No, I did not. Jacqueline's always about like no new friends. <laughs> like she has so many friends, and she's no. like, I don't, I don't need it anymore. I'm not going to make an effort with this girl who just came into my bar. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> I was like, be my friend. <laughs> I don't know how, what changed it. I guess for me, maybe it's the sorority girl in me, and I'm trying to not sound like a dick. But I was a fucking dick. I can be a dick. <laughs> And I, I don't know why I keep dropping the F-bomb. I'm sorry. It's fine because I was asked if you could curse and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of was just like, what's this chick about? Like, who is she coming in? I think I had been on vacation. So I came back. You were mm. also really hot. <laughs> and I always like to collect hot blonde friends. Like, that's just a thing for me. I don't know meatballs if that's for you anything. But like, I'm brunette. I always wanted to be blonde. And I feel like right before I met you, I had my best friend, Melissa, my best friend, Cassie, just hot blondes, just Loving the hot blondes everywhere. Every brunette needs a blonde friend. Exactly. Is that how that goes. <laughs> that is how it goes. But then something happened. I forget how we bonded, but honestly, I think it's because you had the idea for bitches and weho, and you would ask like other people first, and they all were like, "Nope." And you asked me, and I was like, "That sounds fun. I like rap music. Do, do I have to rap?" <laughs> Exactly. And then yeah. we just spent every waking moment together. I was also living in a house with like five other girls who was like, it was an insane home that like I would come to Jacqueline's house every, like almost every night to like get some like serenity away from that. It was called the dollhouse. Yeah. And it was also filled with a bunch of hot blondes. Yeah. And it was, there was always stuff going on. Yeah. They were amazing, but they were party animals. So it was like, yeah. I mean, I was so young and we were party animals, but we just partied at different times. Yeah. So it never, like, never, <laughs> never matched up. Yeah. So we did all the rap videos. We came really close to getting a show on TV. It didn't happen. Like multiple times. Multiple times. There were so many times we were like, oh, we can't tell anyone yet, but it's going to happen. <laughs> yes. How many times have we posted? And guys, I don't recommend doing this. Like, have some good news. Oh Can't God. talk about it yet on God. Instagram. On like on my Facebook memories every year, I get all of those like reminders that it's like, we have some exciting news. Like, can't wait to share it. And in my mind, I'm like, which one was that? You know, it's okay. It's fine. It's a journey. That wasn't our path. That's our journey. So I want to talk about okay. your journey now. Yeah. Okay. So can you, because Ty has really transformed her life and just... I, I, there's so many things like your habits and what makes you happy and boyfriend now fiance where you live your profession just everything has really evolved and your journey is really cool so I would actually just want to hand you the mic and let you go and tell your story okay uh, so as I said like from the beginning like or from the beginning of my life I knew I wanted to be an actor. I said, that's all I ever want to be. I never wanted to be anything else. I didn't think that there was anything else I could be. Um, I did it for, I don't know, six years, I guess, pursuing it. But then maybe that last year, I like found myself like really hesitant to go back to acting classes. I never wanted to go to auditions. I just wasn't, my heart just did, wasn't in the hustle anymore. Like I still, even like to this day, I still love acting and I love performing so much. But my heart fell out of, like, 
the hustle of trying to figure out how to get to the point where I could do that for a living, mm. if that makes any sense. Um, and so I remember I had one, I was like, all right, I'm going to do one more like photo shoot, just try to get update my photos. And maybe this will be like the last like hurrah to try to like get myself back in the game. Um, and I did a photo shoot with Valerie Darling, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, kind of like, we started talking about like her journey into photography and like how it became because she was doing like acting and stuff too I think she if for those of you that don't know she was Britney Spears's body double in the Womanizer oh, yeah. music video um shout out to Val about that. we love you <laughs> yeah so she she was like a cheerleader at Oregon she's also best friends with Rachel O'Brien who you guys know about um so yeah we have like a tight little circle and the picture yeah. she took of you oh my god they're so awesome I I, I love those photos I I like still like use them when I need like photos of myself even though it was like four years ago whatever you look the same but, actually you look even more better oh, now thanks girl but uh but really like getting to talk to her and see like what her day-to-day activities were like being a photographer and like I was like that's what I want to do. I was like, I have always done this as a hobby. My mom and my sister have always told me I should be a photographer, but I was really, like, I was like, yeah, but I was like, no, it's fun and easy. Like, that's not what a job is. And I always thought that I would have an issue being on like the other side of the camera and like missing that. And I don't, it's crazy. So I, I think like shortly after that shoot, I went out and like upgraded my camera because I still had my like old camera from like high school that I've been using. So I got that. I just started asking like all of my friends if I could shoot them just for like the experience and just for like my portfolio. And then somehow that sort of started, started turning into like referrals once I had kind of like more like photos up. And then I started shooting a lot of fashion bloggers Mm -hmm. and I did the same way. I reached out to a few that I liked and asked, offered them a free shoot in exchange for them just like tagging me. So was that like how you got momentum? Yeah, I'd say so. Cause then one of the girls who I, I reached out to, she is like now one of my like she's my most consistent client that I've had like since then and I've gotten so much work like from people who either follow her or like she's referred me to them so it's been like it's I feel super super lucky that it's been like a really easy like transition and like I've like built momentum like so quickly I also want to talk about how you almost were a real estate agent or you were doing that for a little bit uh yeah so the same day that I bought a camera I was like well I really like houses maybe I'll go and like I lo- I mean I love going to open houses like I go into them like every Sunday oh I saw one for this coming Sunday and I thought of you right up the street and I was like I want to go we're like the opposite in that though that I love like homes and like home furnishings yes exactly <laughs> but I was like I like I love houses and my parents were thinking about moving I was like cool I'll have a listing like the second like I get my license yeah so the second so the same day that I bought my new camera I also signed up for real estate school because I was just like I'm gonna figure something out I'm gonna do something else did anyone influence you in that way yeah um I my ex or my boyfriend at the time he his friends were in real estate and one of the girls I spoke to her and she like loved it and was killing it and I was like oh that could be fun and so I did real estate school, got my license, signed signed with like a brokerage, did all that, listed my parents' house, and was just like every time I had to go into the office was like miserable. <laughs> Cause it was like a cubicle and dark and I was like, this is just not for me. Like I can't have someone else telling me what time I need to be in my in an office mm-hmm. or like just working in a room without any windows was just like miserable. Okay. We got it ended up getting an offer on the house after a while. It 
booked and then they canceled it on like the day before they were allowed to cancel it that they wouldn't lose their deposit or something and or their down payment and it was just like heartbreaking because it was just like it was six months of like dealing with that and just my parents felt defeated I felt defeated I was just like I can't do this anymore but luckily around that exact same time because I was still doing the photography thing my photography started to pick up a lot around that same time um and i was just like well luckily i have something like to go to and i don't really need this like real estate thing and i want to spend all my time doing photography Mm -hmm. and it's crazy so like what because i'm always interested to hear like you really listen to like your inner monologue almost like you really trusted in like this doesn't feel right I'm going to move on because a lot of people stay in the same job yeah. that they're miserable at yeah. forever yeah so well, I think a lot of that is like the fear especially people who are miserable in their job if it's like a steady income and they're scared to do something like a little more artistic that isn't going to be steady all the time that is definitely scary I was not in that situation because I was working in a bar which was actually pretty good money yeah <laughs> so it was it was scary leaving that but I just knew where my heart was and as much as I said that I wanted to be an actress my whole life I've never felt this way that I feel about photography I never felt that way about acting and so like that like gave me the right decision or gave me like the motivation to make the right decision yeah I also was working with an unbelievable mentor who has since passed but Mm -hmm. I think like three days before he passed he kind of like gave me his blessing and said that like you were like ready to go off on your own really yeah and he was like he was saying that like he was he's like oh i have to find another second shooter like i don't know what i'm gonna do he's like you're about to start going off on your own like he was like he was hilarious but he i kind of felt like i had his his blessing so having that like gave me like so much like like confidence and like in proceeding forward with it can you tell everyone your style of photography and like what you gravitated towards like how you even found your path or what your style like signature tie chase photography is well i knew i loved working with people i'm not a landscape photographer by any means okay um so it was definitely people that i gravitate gravitated towards um and then i love like realness and movement and laughter and wind and like I just love like capturing someone that like really reflects who they are Mm -hmm. um and I don't like making it's not like like a stiff photo shoot it's all I do like pretty much only outdoor photography so like everything is like is lit by natural lighting and it's just I've gone off tangent now (laughs) (laughs) no you're your brand A, a blogger that I think a lot of people would recognize cupcakes and cashmere yes so you work with yes. them a lot, right? I do work, work with Emily a lot, a lot. I love her to death. She's she's like the OG blogger mama. Like she's, Is she? She started blogging before it was really a thing, like way before Instagram. Like she's just been doing it forever. Okay. Um, and so I work with her a lot. We do a lot of um, stuff for her website as well as, as social. And if you sign up for her email blasts, all the photos are always mine. It's crazy. Aww. So I, I like just had signed. I signed up for it recently because I was like, oh, I should probably look and see what they're doing with them. And it's like crazy to see my photos like on her, um, on her emails and on her site. And her, she and her whole team are just like so awesome. They're just so fun to be around. And like that's what I love about my job is it just like it's just fun. We're doing a shoot and like we're just hanging out and having fun. But Ty, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You seem so happy. And relaxed. I think when you finally like find the right fit for what you should be doing. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, people get stressed out about shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> life happens. Right. Um, but I think you've really found your niche. 
I agree. No, I totally have. And it's weird. I never expected I could be happy doing anything besides acting. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, so you found this photography thing. You were like, no acting, get out. No real estate, get out. Uh, You were dating a lot. I, yes, I go through phases with that. Okay. I guess I'm no longer going through phases because I'm engaged. But I I went, I I was going through phases with that. Um. I was dating a lot of people who were not right for me uh, just because I was like, I want a relationship. I want to be in a relationship and I try to make things work that definitely should not have worked. Um, Because you're a very good like homemaker. Like I would stay over Ty's place and there would be like coffee before bullet coffee. It was like a thing. Bulletproof coffee was a thing. Like I feel like you did put like butter in my coffee or do something. I I made bulletproof coffee. You really you made that in the morning and like you you just were very good about like nurturing and having like food and like comfy bedding and stuff (laughs) like like you definitely like were meant to take care of someone. Yeah. And I mean, that was another like moment that I realized I wanted to like do something a little more steady than acting was when I was like I want to have a family soon and I want to meet someone soon and I don't want to be struggling because I was struggling and it just wasn't fun yeah it wasn't fun anymore um but yeah I love I love like taking care of people and like but it's funny because my fiance is like so independent he does not need any taking care of oh my main squeeze gets annoyed like feels very smothered when I start like buying all the food and trying to just like do all that yeah yeah um so I was dating a lot and I had some pretty bad relationships but ones that I like totally learned from and took things away and like really figured out like what I wanted I ended up like we I broke up with someone in like December of a few years ago and was just like, ugh, I do not want a boyfriend. Like that word sounds horrible. Like I felt smothered in that relationship and I was just like over it. Mm-hmm. But I wanted, I joined Bumble because I was like, I have been in, in relationships for so long. I had never been on an app before. And I was like excited to like just get my mind off of it and like have fun. I ended up meeting or matching with my fiance two days after being on the app. And we he was the first person I met like in real life after that. And then I think I was off of the app I don't know, two weeks later. I love that. Yeah. Do you have any advice for the meatballs that are out there dating and they're frustrated or like newly single or just feel like they're never going to meet someone? Do you Uh, have any advice now that looking back on all your dates and relationships? Yeah. Um, Work on yourself and don't even think about it because that's like when I was only solely focusing on dating and meeting someone is when I was meeting the wrong people. Really? Yeah. And then when I was like started to get really busy with my career and like making myself like feel like I'm a better like better person. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> or just like more happy. When I yeah, when I started like focusing on my career and making myself happier and was just like screw it, I don't need to like be with a man. I got this. That's when I met someone. That's when it happened. Because Which I is exactly didn't. what Kelty's quote is. Like, once you realize, like, mm-hmm. your worth and, like, who you are and all of that, you're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I make a joke, like, I'm, like, able to, like, hang pictures and, like, lift heavy boxes because I was single for, like, a good amount of my life. I was like, I had to take care of all this by myself anyways. Like... You're really good at moving, too. I love moving. I, it's so funny. We were talking about this at the bachelorette party. Like, you definitely... Mo- I have been in the same place for eight years. <laughs> Granted, it doesn't look the same as it did eight years ago. It looks amazing. Thank you. Um, I, I, I'm, like, moving once a year. 
the fact that I've lived with my fiance for a year and a half is like the longest I've been in a place. Really? Yeah, but I love it. I don't want to leave. Okay, can you talk combining things and moving in and like all of that? Can you talk that what was, that process was like? That was really hard because my fiance is like a minimalist and like doesn't own a lot of stuff. Oh my God, weird. That's what I live <laughs> with. Funny. He loves being like, he's super clean and meticulous. And before I moved in with him, I cleaned out my closet. My friend came over and we like... I probably had like 20 huge trash bags full of clothes that I went and donated. Same. And then I bring my clothes over and he has a panic attack, like freaked out about the amount of clothes that I was about to bring into our house. And like we have a walk-in closet and, but his, all of his clothes in the closet were like perfectly finger spaced. And like, there wasn't more than like, I don't know, six shirts on each rack and four shirts folded on each like cabinet. We're like dating the same person. (laughs) It's so annoying. I think it's just being a girl versus being a guy. Absolutely. However, (laughs) I've like started to like learn to live like that. Yes. And it's amazing. And I don't know how I ever lived with like stuff and like shit I didn't need. I like when people try to like buy me things or like bring stuff into the house. I'm like, get out. (laughs) No. Exactly. (laughs) Which I never used to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that is the better way to live. It's just we're used to. We're also like creative and And like like, sentimental about things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that that was the transition for sure. But uh once we got everything put away, because when he saw it out, that was when he had his panic attack. Okay. But then once he put everything away, he was like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. So when did you guys decide to move in? Like, I feel like this relationship, um, not that it like excelled at a really fast pace, but like, I feel like remembering you sitting in my kitchen, telling me about this guy that you had just started seeing and he bought you donuts. Yeah. Ty loves donuts. donuts. (laughs) Um, And you just seem really excited about him and it just seemed very easy. Exactly. It was easy. And that's like what everyone like told me about like me when they had met or had seen me after being with him that were like you just like feel like you're at ease yeah and I just felt like it was just naturally happening because I wasn't like forcing it to become something that it shouldn't have been and it just felt like everything was just like a natural progression to go from step to step and then we decided to move in together because I was living I've had my first apartment by myself I was so excited it was really cute never lived by myself by the beach in Santa Monica on Montana yep and great spot go visit it guys (laughs) we were about I was like my lease was going to be up in December like end of December because I signed in January and he was like well like you know I was thinking like maybe instead of renewing your lease like you could just move in with me And I was like, oh, my God, what? But like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to move in with anyone until I was engaged. I know. That was a little like. That's a tough one. It was tough because I was like, hmm, I really don't want to extend my lease for another year because I know I'll want to live with him. Because it's just so hard going back and forth. You're constantly packing bags. I mean, granted, he was only like 25, 20-ish minutes away from me. Still. But it was just like, that was hard. I think the easiest thing I can say about moving in is I get a lot more done because he's here and just (laughs) knowing that they're like in the apartment with you makes it like okay to be doing work or absolutely you know and like if I need to go somewhere really quick I have a closet and not just like a bag of random things right right right. (laughs) but I think I think I told you this when you guys were about to move in that like you still need to like make the time to plan dates like you can't let yourself just be like Oh, I saw him. We were, we had like dinner. I was sitting on the couch. He was sitting like in the kitchen. Like we were together. But like you yeah. actually have to make the time to like see each other and like plan an actual date night. Okay. And like see each other outside of the house and like do things together. The biggest thing I miss is him picking me up. Oh. 
I miss that. He's like, do you want me to drive Role around play. the block? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> but like, that sounds really annoying. Cause he's like, we're going to walk or like right. Uber. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to come pick you up. Funny. Yeah. But I do miss that. Yeah. And even though like his place was smaller than like where we live now, like I do miss that. But I think it's because like all our firsts kind of like happen there mm-hmm. but yeah oh, oh. oh wait a second <laughs> earmuffs mom fave uh anyway um <laughs> i love it all right this brings me to you are engaged now yes how did it happen? I want to know. I'm like so deflecting right now. How, like, were you caught off guard? Did you talk about rings? Like, how did this even come about? Did he know you wanted kids, wanted to get married? Okay, so he knew, we knew that we were going to have a future together. And that's kind of like what we had the conversation about when I did move in. Okay. Um, and he, we, he did. Did you bring it up? I feel like everyone needs to know this. Yeah, yeah, of course I did because I, I had told him I was like I don't want to. I never. I told myself I wouldn't move in with someone unless I was engaged. I was like I. I know it doesn't need to happen right now. I just need to know that it will happen in the future. Okay. And so he, you can say that and not be scared that like you're scaring a guy off or that no, you seem I think like if crazy. He's ready to move in with you. It's like he's he's he knows you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that like if once you're at that point in your relationship, like you can start talking about the future and in little things. And then, I mean, just for me, it was important. I didn't want to have to go through the process because I have lived with a boyfriend before. Yeah. And moving out was the most horrific thing in my entire life. And really? so I didn't want to have to do that again. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I just needed it an idea that it would happen in like the relative future okay yeah um what else was it (laughs) (laughs) does shooting weddings like before you guys were engaged did that make you want to get married like more or like make you like kind of fantasize about the stuff absolutely and so when i first started doing weddings i was like i don't know if i want to be shooting weddings or i just want to or if I'm shooting weddings because I want to get married. Okay. And I just love weddings. Thank you for being honest. Yeah. But then I was like, no, I just like genuinely love shooting weddings and I love weddings. I love weddings as a guest as well. Like I, most people like hate it and they're like, ugh. I think it's not as much fun if you're single going to a wedding. But that's not true. You I agree. So many people. I agree. Yeah. That's the best place to meet people yeah. because there's going to be other single guys there Absolutely. that are like probably. You get a plus one. Someone else didn't get a plus one. Exactly. Exactly. No, I think weddings are so much fun, whether or not you're single or not. But I feel like for people that aren't in a relationship, they're like, I'm single. It's true. I just love weddings. I'm always the first person out on the dance floor. (laughs) I think you and I both are. The first one at the cake table. Like, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Ty brought me cake today because she just did her cake tasting. Did I'm a little nauseous. Are you? Well, I'm sorry I made you take that shot of tequila then. It's fine. It was delicious, too. It's fine. Yeah. Nauseous in a different way. It's totally fine. Okay. So shooting weddings as opposed to shooting bloggers. Yes. Like, how? That just seems like such an undertaking. Like... I have so many questions. So the first one is, what was it like to shoot your first wedding by yourself? Um, slightly terrifying, but it was for, um, a, actually for a blogger who I had been working with for a while. So I already knew, and she was like the biggest fan of my work. So I knew I could like literally do no wrong. Okay. But, 
um, I felt comfortable around her. Like she knew my work. I knew her. We were able to work together. I was super grateful that that was my first one that I did. But I was by myself. I didn't have a second shooter. And so I only had one little scare where I was taking reception detail photos. And I hear the music. And I look over like, I don't know, a half a mile away. And I see the groom walking. And I was like, holy shit. And I literally just sprinted. Like I've never run that far in my entire fast in my entire life you're really a fast runner though i am a fast runner but imagine like 10 times that like it was insane because i was like why are they starting without me i run so fast i think i was like heaving like huffing <laughs> and puffing like for at least like the first like 10 minutes of that wedding because i was just like i had run so fast so that was the only scary thing because i was just like oh, i'll just do my thing but it's trial and error. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I was teaching class today and we have the new Drake song. I forget the name of it, but that's like a new combination. Mm-hmm. And I've been like putting it off doing it, but you just got to do it. Yeah. And like I messed it up, but I just kept going. Like you just no keep really going. Exactly. You have to do everything once at least like the everything has a first time. Yeah. <laughs> so you just got to rip the bandaid off and like you might mess up, but you keep going. Yeah. And it ended up being totally fine. The pictures came out beautifully and... I like couldn't be happier and since then I've just been like I got this and like it's we- it's really weird I don't know where I got all this confidence from to be able to do it but like I can do it now and I have like zero I don't even get nervous before them now yeah and I have an amazing assistant who helps me and like is just awesome how did you find your assistant what do you recommend people doing if they want to get into photography like is that the way to do it become someone's assistant absolutely because you need the experience of being at a wedding because you can be the most amazing photographer in the world but getting thrown into a wedding is like a whole nother ball game why um it's just it's a lot of timing has to go perfectly and most weddings run late so timing does not go perfectly so you have to be able to deal with like making things work really quickly okay um there's also just like lots of details that you have to get done throughout the day and so getting there to experience like how to work with also like normal photographers don't work with like a party of like 30 where like people have so many bridesmaids and grooms and groomsmen these days and family members and stuff you have to be able to like understand how to control not control but like have a huge group of people and like get them all in one place at one time to get their photo taken have everyone looking at you it's exhausting yeah but you definitely need to like have that experience before you can just like be like oh i'll just go i'll just figure it out okay so you and i talked about this before um first looks do you recommend doing that or waiting to just walk down the aisle and have that be your first time do you think like now that you've done weddings, what's more important? Yeah. I mean, it's it's totally up to the couple unless they want to have like a sunset ceremony and have their ceremony happen when it gets dark because then they won't get any photos of like family or bridesmaids or anything um, all together at least. So I always recommend it just because you get you get to do that twice. You get to see your person like two times. And the first one at a first look is always so much more intimate. It's just the two of you. Like, yeah, there'll be some photographer there, but I kind of like stand back and give them their space so they can just see each other for the first time. And it's just the two of them looking at each other and like no one else is around. And then, and then you get to do it again. You get to like walk down the aisle and see your person again, but with all of your friends and family witnessing at that time. And then also a lot of my brides who haven't done a first look say like, oh my God, I blacked out like I don't remember anything about the ceremony because I was so nervous Uh and I don't even remember like what like the flowers looked like or what I said or like anything but like when you do a first look I feel like it makes it it makes you just have like a little you just get to be like a little more calm of course you're still going to be nervous but like I definitely recommend them 
it just makes the day a little bit easier. Do you think it'll be easier for you at your wedding, A, because you've shot weddings, and B, because you've acted and had to perform and do things? So do you think you'll be more chill? I would have said no, but my fiance and I just modeled in a styled shoot. <laughs> Those pictures were insane, by the way. Like, I love them so, so cool. Much. Can you tell the meatballs what this styled shoot was? So, it's for a workshop called the Heart Workshop. Um, a photographer who's based in Hawaii, who I love, Lindsay Roman, posted that she needed a real couple for a shoot in Malibu. And I was like, oh, Zach could get off work a little bit early. I was available that day somehow, and I was like, we'll do it. And she's like, you guys are perfect. Yes, this is amazing. You so guys they, do look like Barbie and Ken. <laughs> they had a dress from Grace Loves Lace and beautiful florals, and we just went to a beach in Malibu, and there's 20 photographers photographing us. And Were they lined up like a step and repeat? It was like, a little intense, yeah. There like were a, a lot of them kind of like around us all at once. And after that shoot... I didn't know how Zach was going to be, but he ended up being, like, amazing. And after that shoot, we were walking back to our car, and he's like, I didn't realize it was going to be 20 people all at one time taking the photos, and then I heard the shutters going, and so I immediately was like... Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I thought I told you it was going to be that many people. And he goes, no, no, no. This was my dream. What? <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, my fiance has like a normal 96 job where he works in an office. He is, he is not a model. And Same. He, he always likes to make the joke that now his, his modeling career is really going to take off after this. I think so. Actually, I was just showing... I think it was Jessica J who I talked about. I just got a facial from her. She's amazing booker if you're in LA. Um, I showed her the picture of Zach's sister holding Zach's face from the bachelorette party. And she was like, is he a model? (laughs) I was like, nobody thinks he is. Totally (laughs) thinks he is. Well, that's so cool. So that kind of broke the ice. So do you recommend people that are newly engaged doing like an engagement shoot or something if they can't be models for 20 (laughs) photographers? Um, yes, absolutely. Do an engagement shoot like 100%. It's even better if you can do it with your actual wedding photographer because then you'll okay. get used to like how how that person works with you guys. She'll understand how you are together. Yeah, does that help you when uh, you oh, get absolutely. to shoot them at least once I, before? Oh, yeah. I for sure love shooting them because it's also, if you're not in the industry, having a big black camera in your face is super awkward. Okay. And having to be intimate in front of people, like it's not for everyone. So Yeah, I've seen some really awkward yeah. pictures and so I'm like oof right. oof so it's definitely good to like get the experience of like having to like be with your significant other in front of the camera because it's a weird it's a weird weird thing for those people that aren't in relationships or that have already gotten married um, or that aren't thinking about getting married I want to know if you have any recommendations for just the everyday person who's trying to take like a cool picture for like their Instagram feed mm-hmm. just like anything that you can recommend to people what they do to take a better picture or what's like the most appealing to the eye or any advice you can give I would say like would be the best thing to first the first thing to look at would be lighting okay so you do natural light I do natural lighting um so like let's say you're outside and there's some shade by a tree go into that shade so it's not like too harsh of sunlight like hitting your face or causing like a weird shadow like over your brow bone or your nose isn't causing a weird shadow so get like flat even lighting and like face towards the bright light of the sun but make sure that you're not weird speckles of sun isn't like hitting your face okay 
or like we're inside right now and there's a big window facing outside like if you were to go towards that window and hold the photo or hold, hold the camera like in front of your face that way just something that's like even is like the most flattering okay uh, overhead lighting is never flattering lighting coming from like below is never flattering or the so you want more like straight on yeah or a little higher up so you don't get all the chins oh like with the, the angle of the camera yeah yeah I mean, if I were to take, like, a selfie, I'd put the camera, like, a little bit higher, just so, like, I don't know, I find that a more flattering angle for me, at least, where you're kind of looking up as opposed to, like, looking, like, up your nose in a photo. Yeah, that's not good. Um, What about for selfies? Are you supposed to smize? Are you supposed to smile? Are you supposed to fake laugh? (laughs) Are you supposed to just have no, like, dead expression? Well, that's different for everyone. Because if I try to smize, I just look like I'm I'm sad or thinking of something weird. I but feel it like you look people. like Gilly. Like, hey, <laughs> Say. So, Ty Chase has an obsession with Kristen Wiig. She's my favorite. Yeah. I think it's also because you guys have similar body types. So, you can, like, <laughs> do the things that she does and, like, I just love her look so cool. much. She, in my wildest dreams, is, like, who I would want to be if I was a person. Okay. If, that, yeah, if you were not Tyler Chase photography, <laughs> you would be Kristen Wick. Yes, because I naturally have that reaction every time I get excited about something. I go, oh my god. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> that was one of the questions that was asked to my fiance before his before my bachelorette party, and I had to do like, how well do I know Zach type of thing. It was I what, loved that game. That was really fun. It was, what is your favorite Tylerism? And he said her Kristen Wig. Oh my god. That was really cute. It was a really cool game because we all got to hold up his face and on the back of his face had the question and then the answer that he gave. So we had to ask her and it was just really fun. And it was the great, it was a great game to kind of like kick off the bachelorette weekend. It was a good, like, um, what do they call it? Icebreaker. It was a good icebreaker for everyone. So perfect transition. (laughs) Um, I want to talk about planning a bachelor party. Granted, you didn't plan your bachelor party, but I feel like things were asked of you. Okay, so I, my sister asked if I wanted to be involved in it or if I wanted it to be a surprise. And I was like, I'd like it to be a surprise. Like, that could be fun. Yeah. But I didn't really listen to my own answer because I sent her probably like 300 uh, emails of like, oh, this could be fun. This is a fun game. This is fun decoration. She's like, Tyler, stop planning your own bachelorette party. We got it. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, okay, fine. And it ended up being like beyond my expectations and even more perfect than I could ever imagine. Can you tell the meatballs what it was? Like what we did. We went to Palm Springs and rented a house with a pool and a big backyard. And uh, my request was that we don't leave. I just, <laughs> which honestly, like going into it, we were all like, "What the fuck? We're not gonna go out. Yeah, like, like we I, don't get to go like have fun and like show you off to a bunch of dudes." I know. I was worried it was gonna get boring, but it didn't. It didn't at all. I do recommend if you're going to do a bachelorette, getting like a big air. B&B house mm-hmm. is so much fun. Yeah. And the way you guys did it where um, your future sister-in-law, they sent out a whole thing asking like what we like to eat. Like it was a whole multiple choice thing and they went shopping and got all the food. And so we all cooked and it was really healthy actually. Yes. It ended up being healthy and it's so funny because my future sister-in-law sent the menu to my sister 
and she's like all right that looks great and it's super healthy everything is kale but like we also need some like snacky foods and and i told her i was like do not worry i was like jacqueline has never had a drink and not gone pizza like we will be ordering dominoes (laughs) um you know me too well we got there and i was like where's the ranch where's the pizza and the funny thing is that it was the day after my birthday and ty had sent me all these texts for my birthday with just pictures and gifts of pizza with pineapple on it and picture like meatballs the biggest meatball you've ever seen with like cheese like i still want that meatball so i knew in my head i'm like okay we have to get bacon pineapple pizza we have to get ranch dressing so once we got there and i saw all the kale and like all the healthy food which was so inspiring by the way i came home and i bought all the stuff to make the acai bowls i have already made that shit like i definitely want to incorporate all that because the coolest thing was i got to see how easy it was to cook that healthy so not only was it a fun experience (laughs) it was also educational i know i like wanted like a healthy girls like spa weekend is like what my idea of a bachelor party is i was like i don't want strippers i don't want like I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't like feeling hungover anymore. Granted, I still was and am, but like. Uh, when I taught that plyo jam class to you guys, I was so hungover. That was so much fun, though. I was incredibly hungover, too. My head was about to <laughs> vomit out of my mouth, but. <laughs> we did a plyo jam class for, at first, I thought it was just going to be you and your sister. Yeah. Because everyone else was like sleeping or hungover. And then little by little, people were like coming out of the corners of the mm-hmm. house and just joining in. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And and that's what someone said. Like, that's a good sign of a good class that you're making people join in that weren't initially like down for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun. And, and I felt so much better immediately after the class. Yeah. And then I felt like I could eat and drink as much as I wanted the I rest felt of the like, day. Yeah. I really took that like to heart. Took it seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, yes, frozen margarita, frozen rosé, pizza. Yeah. No, but it was worth it and so much fun. But I do recommend in a bachelorette party doing some sort of like yoga or class or just something to like move your body absolutely (laughs) yeah but it was it was just such a chill weekend and like whatever like the boys were at a bachelor party and they were like partying it up as boys do (laughs) i could have used some sort of like fake penises around or something for you yeah just to embarrass you yeah i would have had to worn a penis crown or something that would that would have been more fun i do recommend throwing that element yeah there's just like pineapples and stuff everywhere which is like my dream but she's obsessed with i'm really disappointed in us that we didn't get you donuts for anything (laughs) That it's was fine. I brought a fail. lot of cake and I just ate a lot of cake. I'm so excited to eat the cake after this podcast. I no, really am. Go cake tasting again. You can help me pick it out. Perfect. Um, do you have any recommendations? We do have to wrap this up soon because I've been talking to you for an hour. Do you have any recommendations about keeping calm through the whole wedding? Because I feel like you probably have to help some brides out. Like, you kind of become their assistant also. Yeah. I mean, I become, like, basically another bridesmaid, I like to say. Like, I'm there for, like, really much, pretty much everything. Because I'm going to be by the bride's side from the second they're getting ready until they're dancing their ass off on the dance floor. And they're like, just get out of here. We've had enough sweaty pictures. Like, really, I'm literally by their side the entire day. Wow. Um, And I do. Like, a lot of my clients, it's been, like, the most flattering compliment that I've gotten is that, like, they've said that, like, I've, like, helped keep the calm throughout the day. And that, like, my last mother of the uh, groom was like, you just stayed so zen. Like, we don't know how you did it. Like, it was so nice to have that, like, calm aspect. Because people do freak out. And no matter how calm you think you're going to be, I probably will be the same way. Like, most brides start to have a little bit of, like, a panic attack as they're finishing their makeup. 
it's like once their hair is done, they're finishing their makeup, and right as they're about to like step in their dress, it like that's kind of when it hits you. Uh-huh. Um, and so if whether I say something or not, like just I feel like you just kind of got to remember like what this day is. This day is not a photo shoot. This day is not about like anything else besides like being with your person mm-hmm. and getting to marry like the, your person. And just, like, remembering, like, why you're there. Just knowing you get to, like, spend the day with, like, your friends and family. There's no more planning you have to do. Like, everything is done. Out of your hands, all you got to do is, like, walk up to the aisle. And, like, it is scary, but, like... Have fun. It's fun. It's your day. Like... It's, like, all your favorite things. Yeah, exactly. And all your favorite people in one room. Exactly. And, like, you're the prettiest. (laughs) Like, no matter what. Like, you're not at your peak. I feel like you keep peaking. You look great, by the way. Never look pretty. (laughs) What has been... Oh, there's so many more things I want to talk to you about. What has been your prep leading up to the wedding? Because Ty has always known about, like, the best products and the coolest body lotions and, like, the best haircuts. And, like, how do you start? Like, the second you get engaged, are you, like, working out? more are you eating better oh my god the second I got engaged I started caring about things that I never ever cared about like okay so bad to say this but like I never wore sunscreen on my face every day I'm like religious about it now yeah your skin looks great it's glowing thank you I get facials once a month now once a month okay Um, once a month facials I did this microneedling treatment to see if it was something I wanted to do it's the vampire facial Kim Kardashian did the vampire facial my face was like glowing a week after so you recommend that yeah so I'm gonna do it again for sure like I'm doing it a month before my wedding a month before yeah. I heal in keloids So I'm not allowed To do that Because yeah. apparently You might get scars All over your face That would not be good <sighs> I'm so jealous yeah. I want to do one of those But other than that I'm not going to start To try to diet Or like work out Like crazy Up until like A month before Yeah Just because I, I I would get exhausted And like sick of it And then all of a sudden It would be my wedding And it wouldn't be like As thin as I was So that I'm just like waiting I'm, I mean I always eat healthy but like I'm waiting until yeah, like really probably the month before to start just like only eating salads and fish <laughs> okay for non-brides to be out there yeah. for us regular folk <laughs> I want to know what you recommend for it's summer guys yeah summer bod I get that summer bod on. yeah because you you're from California like you're really good with having that like shaggy she sh- sh- shabby <laughs> not shaggy shaggy chic you and Shaggy it wasn't me who said that um yeah (laughs) um you're you like uh, are the essence of shabby chic with like you talked about the Rachel Zoe box actually I feel like you're like a Rachel Zoe shabby chic a little bit yeah collab yeah like bohemian is like super my style right now okay so first I want to talk style then summer bod okay and then beauty okay how do you be the perfect California girl? Like well, Gigi Hadid without being Gigi Hadid. For now, for style, it's really weird. When I lived in New York, I like was in the fashion scene and I had my outfit every single day was like on point. Like my roommate was always like asking me like uh, for clothes advice. And like then I moved to L.A. and I, I wear like flip flops and like jean shorts. And that's like my outfit. Really? I'm like not. And my Courtney, my old roommate, makes fun of me because she's like, what happened to you? You moved to California and you forget all about style. <laughs> I just That's like bullshit. I wear Uggs outside now when I would never be caught dead in Uggs when I lived in New York. Really? Like, just, what was your New York style like? Um, I was just well at the I mean this was also eight years ago or whatever, so it was just very different than it was now. But like well, yeah. it was all very styled and layered and I always wore jewelry. You're really good about layering. Done. Yeah. And I wear heels a lot. I never ever wear heels now. My style right now is comfort. Because I live five minutes from the beach, so it's very beachy and, like, comfortable. I feel like you always look like you have clothes falling off of you. (laughs) 
Which is like really Thanks. sexy in like a weird way. Thanks. Well, no, like no, it's not like currently you're out. Right now. <laughs> no, they're great. Um, no, you're not like bodycon. I'm here yeah. because you should always be in a bodycon because you have a sick <laughs> bod. But you, you're like a nice like reveal. Like you always have like something falling off. Like there's always like a layer. There's always kind of a bra strap showing. Yeah. But like it always works and it's always I think I think sexier and I've talked about this on other podcasts. Um I forget the name of the book. The moms who wrote like men are from Mars, women are. I think you told me about this thing. Oh, I do not do that anymore. The rules. Well, kind of like the rules, but yeah. one of the things they said. It's like leave things like up to the imagination and let yeah. like the person get to like see you when they're like actually deserving to see you, not like just throw your tits out in the in like their faces when the first totally. time you meet them. Yeah. Which I really liked. Yeah. No. And you're good about that. Oh, thanks. Where it's yeah. like a subtle reveal. It wasn't an intentional thing. I just like being comfortable. You just like being comfortable. <laughs> Do you have any yes. favorite brands for the summer that people should check out? Or site, like websites people should go on or bloggers they should follow? For like fashion wise? Yeah, fashion. Uh, well, Cupcakes, Cupcakes and Cashmere <laughs> is obviously one of my faves because not only does she... She just posts about what kind of clothes she likes. She also has a store where she sells her own clothes and other... Wait, is it an online store? Yeah, their shop... They also have, like... Because her Instagram's Emily Shimon, but then they also have a shop cupcakes and cashmere Instagram. Okay. Um, so I actually get a lot of stuff from there. And I, like, I am I think I'm on Revolve every single day. I was on Revolve last night, and it's yeah. going to be bad. I, there's I get, a lot I want to order. Yeah, I get way too much stuff from there. But, so Emily and Cupcakes and Cashmere, and then um, Modern Ensemble is who's been my, like, most consistent longtime client. Oh, that's cool. Um, she's great. She has super, like, clean, minimalistic, like, style. And her, she's, like, all about being sexy without, like, showing it off. I love that. She's great. You would love her stuff. Okay. So she, she's definitely, that's like, those are the two things. So cupcakes and cashmere and then modern ensemble. Yeah. I love it. Okay. What about your bod and your face? You have like a body lotion. I feel like either you or Taryn, someone smelled like Kai. That was my sister. That was walking around the house and that smelled really good. It's my favorite smell. It's so, so good. Kai is a good little spritz to mm-hmm. put on your body for the summer. Do you have any yeah. other recommendations? Um, well, I have a recommendation for sunscreen because that's what I do now. That's what, that's your obsession. <laughs> the Suntegrity tinted sunscreen for your face is unreal it's like pretty good coverage that sometimes i just leave the house with that and it keeps you like glowing and protects your face from the sun okay which i i should have used at your but i'm i'm wearing red yoga pants my face matches them right now i am very sunburned meatballs so don't use laura mercier tinted moisturizer as your sunscreen when you're out in the sun yeah no i think it's 35 yeah and i still yeah i'm bright red it's okay it's fine Oh, it's fine, guys. All right. So body-wise, you have a really great lotion that I had ordered off of Amazon that you used a while ago. It was like an argan oil. It was a big bottle. Do you still use that? Do you, or what do you use now? No. I use coconut oil now just for yeah. lotion. I use the Copari easier, stuff. I always have it. Oh, see, I don't, I mean, I like that brand, but I don't waste my money because it's literally just coconut oil. I, yeah, you're right. You just buy it's that just the little packets from Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Well, I mean, I have like this huge thing in like bulk of coconut oil and then I just like take it out of that and put it in like little mason jars like around my house. So oh, I have it smart. like everywhere. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Little helpful hint trick. Yeah. Okay. And then face. You got the PRP facial. Yes. Any 
anything else? Facials once a month. Facials once a month. Uh, try not to pick at your face because I am so bad at don't that. Don't touch your face. Yeah. Don't uh, fucking started, touch your face. I started going to Kelly Baker Brows for my eyebrows. Okay. I, hadn't, I don't think I'd waxed my eyebrows in 10 years. I haven't gotten them waxed in a while. And I was like, maybe I should do this so I'm not trying to like be on my own with this before yeah. my wedding. Yeah, because they do shape your face. Yeah. Thanks. Everyone, I have a few friends that are obsessed with micro-needling their brows now. I've heard, I've heard about that and I thought about it, but my eyebrows are relatively thick for, for micro-needling. Yeah. And then I was just scared they would do something and I would be like... Groucho marks like <laughs> terrifying looking which is in right now actually it is but i don't think i could pull it off that's not your jam i like i lined my brows like a little bit thicker than i normally do the other day and i walk in my dad's like Ugh, what happened to your face oh my god not that like oh steve ghetto, but like he, <laughs> he's very caught off guard that's hilarious yeah. okay oh, summer and talk about f- food too i do well hold on okay. i want your bod uh, well, girl. we all want your bod. Um, I want to hear about how you stay tight and summer ready, but still have a cute butt and like boobs and curves. Um, my number one thing right now is Soul Cycle. Oh, okay. I'm like addicted to it. I've like joined the cult. You've joined the cult. Joined the cult, and I love it. it I feel like, like you're late to the cult. I, I am very late. <laughs> it was an expensive cult. Yeah, right? that's but true. Now, now, I mean, I told my fiance I won't do this after the wedding, but we'll see. Sorry, uh, sorry, Zach. Okay, so cycling. <laughs> cycling, I go like two times a week generally, okay. and then I mix in like either a bar class or a Pilates class. I can't do yoga anymore because I hurt my wrist a while ago, and it just never will heal. So I can't do yoga. Anymore. Anymore, which is crazy. Oh, that makes um, me sad. I know. Um, plyo gym classes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dance classes, whatever I can, like, to, like, alternate from Soul Cycle. Okay. Yeah. That's good. But yeah, definitely. I think every bride I talk to that is, like, emaciated on their wedding. <laughs> I don't bad. recommend getting emaciated, no, no, though, no. because I feel like I see a lot of brides. They don't look like themselves and they're too skinny. They don't have any curves anymore. Yeah, it gets to be a little scary. My friend's husband said to her because she didn't do that. And he was like, thank you for not doing that because that's like a bait and switch. You're like, hey, look how great I look. And then the second you can get married, you just let it all go. You blow like, up. Yeah. Like, that's what I've seen. And I'm like, I just, yes, you and I both work out a lot. And we do like take care of our bodies. And like on my wedding, I probably will be very spray tanned and a little tighter and like <laughs> cuter. I know it's so no. weird. That's going to be a black dress <laughs> because um oh i wanted to talk about dresses fuck <laughs> dresses and food okay quick wedding dress shopping yes did you just you said you didn't have the say yes for the dress moment were you just like i just want to pick yeah because i i had gone three times with my mom and my sister and i was just like i just got over it i mm-hmm. love shopping and i thought i was gonna love the experience and i just was like ugh I'm done with this and I found a dress that like I like and I was going to be able to like um, alter it a little bit more to like change it to make it make me like it even more and I was like I, we left and I was like yeah I guess that I guess that's the one I don't really just I just didn't want to go back and so I called Beholden where I got it and was like I think I'm going to get that dress and they were like yay and I'm literally sitting in my office like in the dark by myself and I was like yay <laughs> cool <I> said, yes. <laughs> um, do you have any sites or anything you recommend to brides to like narrow down finding dresses or it depends on just what your style is if you think you want traditional like go to like the bigger boutiques or the bigger retailers and then okay. if you want something a little more different or more inexpensive like go to the smaller little boutiques but just do like a lot of research to what designers each store carries before you go okay which i was guilty of not really doing because then i went to stores and i was like eh, i don't like anything yeah but i went to beholden 
which is like anthropology's wedding dress collection. Oh, cool. And which is like basically everything's my style and the price points are amazing for wedding dresses. They're still expensive. Yeah. For a dress you're going to wear one time, but it was like compared to everything else, they were great. You can't take pictures in a lot of these places. What's your advice to sneak a good pick for getting? Well, I had to do that for my future sister-in-law. She's engaged. And so we went to one place where we couldn't. And we literally just like I held my phone down and just like was like snapping with looking at her and pretending I wasn't doing it. Nice. Didn't really get very many. Um, I got to see the dresses. I thought they I thought you did a great job. Yeah. I feel bad ultimately, but at the end of the day, we're not doing anything with these photos and that's what they're worried about, that like the photos will get out and they're not going to be fitted well and people will see them like that. But like, Um, this is literally only so she can remember and want to buy that dress. Seriously. Because when we left, we're like, what dresses were there? Because we didn't have like the perfect photos of them and it was hard to be like, wait, I don't even remember what was at that store. Okay. What do you recommend for someone who's friends with someone who's getting married? If that makes sense. Like, what do you need right now as a bride from your friends? Um, Asking for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm very lucky and have a very organized and helpful fiance. Okay. So I don't, I mean, we've been organized since like the very beginning. So like, I don't like need anything. Yeah. Like I haven't, like I've been good just like getting things done by myself. Just like be there for your friends and be supportive and ask if they need help. But there's really not too much that needs to be done so it's transformation tuesday but also taco tuesday and thai makes the best tacos can you at least give a recommendation on a taco recipe or just walk us through it i'm also going to make you write down all these things that you're recommending (laughs) so i can post it with the podcast Um, my favorite taco recipe is a fish taco with mango salsa and bacon or turkey bacon what Um, it is unreal um, so I like have like a homemade like mango salsa recipe that I made with like mangoes and heirloom tomatoes. And then you like fry bacon up super, super crispy. So it gives it that crunch. Oh, cool. And then you can marinate in the, the fish and like whatever type of like seasonings you like. Um, and normally do like a Cajun style. And then you put um, fresh or like chopped up cabbage and like a corn tortilla. And it's so delicious. That sounds amazing. Oh my God. I'm I want it right now. I got her. I normally get my guest meatballs, but I got Thai fish tacos <laughs> because I heard so much about fish tacos on our trip. Eating those. Yeah. I know. It's going to happen soon. Yeah, All right. Transformation Tuesday. Any, I know you've given so much advice and I'm so grateful for that, but anything to meatballs out there that feel like they're in a career path that might not be the right thing for them, but are too scared to leave. What do you recommend? At some point, you just got to take the jump and figure out like where, what your priorities are in life and what you, if you want to be doing something that makes you happy or if you want to be doing something that makes you money. Um, I think though that if you have a job that you have like a steady income at, just find use all of your free time to do whatever else that is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And after doing that for a while, like you're going to be able to like make that jump. Yeah. Um, so have like a little nest egg from your steady income job. Yeah. I think it's definitely important to save money. Like don't have zero dollars and then be like, I'm going to become an artist. Yeah. A lot of people say have that fuck you money fund exactly, and then, and then change. Yeah. Definitely. Like have some income to live off of for like, I think I've heard people say like eight months or something that you need it for. Okay. If you're making a jump from like a consistent steady salary to life of an artist or whatever it is that might not be as consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, but Definitely don't leave that first job until you're ready. Okay. Until you got that experience. That's really good. Yeah. You're really good. Thanks. 
I'm really proud of you. Thanks, girl. Good. Gotcha. Oh, thank you. Uh, tell the meatballs where they can find you. Pimp yourself out. Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram at Tyler Chase Photography. Uh, Facebook is the same. And my website's Tyler Chase Photography. It's kind of easy. That's so easy. <laughs> and I'll post all, all the, the links to your website and everything. Um, before you're done, normally I make people uh, do an interpretation of Lady Gaga lyrics. <laughs> uh-huh. Because I love Lady Gaga and I want her to be on the podcast. It's turned into like a Lady Gaga, Britney Spears like merge because I've gone through a lot of Lady Gaga songs. Uh-huh. Um, but now because you're here I kind of would just like you to pick your favorite part of bitches and WeHo, and you can do it in like your fake southern accent (laughs) or you just as Tyler Um, but all the lyrics are right here so you can go through so these are lyrics that Ty and I wrote um, to the tune of and in Paris by Jay-Z and Kanye um, <laughs> because this was one of the questions at her bachelor party while she looks I'm going to talk about a game where her and her best friend stood at one end of the pool and the rest of us had to stand at the other end of the pool holding our drinks I cheated because um, I put a Smarties floaty under my arms <laughs> so I just had to kick really hard but you had to swim to the other end holding your drink and answer the question one of the questions was finishing a bitches and we ho lyric so that prompted this for me so ty chase give us your best oh god this is mortifying your best few lines i don't know how i ever did this i like i can't <laughs> a lot of jameson that is true, that is true. <laughs> which is gross well, i don't know why we drank jameson through that shoot <laughs> woof all right i'm only doing a little bit that's perfectly fine okay okay skinny girl in my hand <laughs> yes keep going 10 drinks deep girl we need to dance excuse my man deep in bromance wait is he gay <laughs> britney spears ain't doing right if you ask me because i was her i would have married jt not be trashy <laughs> that is it that was so good oh my god i haven't even like looked at that in 2000 years well if you want to watch the video go to youtube and just type in bitches and we and all the lyrics will pop up and the video you're a doll you're a doll thank you so much for having no thank you for being here thank you for giving all this advice i feel like we got a lot of like helpful hints from you yeah and i mean i always like to help anyone who has any questions so if anyone has any additional okay. questions like send me a dm send me an email whether you're a photographer or bride to be or anything like i've got if i got the answer i'll share it i know i, I need to have you back on to do like a post wedding post honeymoon yeah. wrap up and yeah. like talk to you about what it's like getting back into the swing of things after you go through all the wedding and like people say it's like really depressing when you're done you're like i have nothing to plan anymore like People like it's no longer about me. Yeah, I, the only thing I can compare it to is after we finished our run of like our Fringe Festival show. Yeah. At yeah, anytime I've had to plan a show or like throwing a surprise party for the main squeeze, like mm-hmm. there was like a letdown because I was like, well, now what? <laughs> exactly. Huh. <laughs> but I know you'll be fine, and you're just gonna flourish. Also, I want to know what your goals are for the next five years. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, I want to have a kiddo. A kiddo. Kiddo. <laughs> My fiance knows that. <laughs> a little baby tie. Um, I want, I just, I mean, I want to continue to grow my business. I want to hire some more employees. Um, and I still want to be in LA because I believe in 
I love it. You ain't ever leaving. <laughs> Give it up for Thai Chase Meatballs. <laughs> I hope you're clapping in your car. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, thank, you. thank you so much for being here. You're the best. Thank you for having me. Yes. And thank you guys for listening. I love you. I love hearing from you. Again, if you want to get in touch with me, just email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. I'll be posting all the helpful hints and all the secrets to like certain beauty things and body things and all the stuff we talked about but um i love you guys and i'll be on the east coast from uh, july 1st through july 10th so if anyone wants to do a meatball meetup um i can organize that definitely let me know if we should plan it and we could do a little live podcast it'll be fun i'll be at the jersey shore and it'll be in new york city it'll be great so anyway i hope you all have a great weekend and a great transformation tuesday i'm your host jacqueline marfuji this is what's your jersey podcast and i'll catch you on the flip side bye just put your paws up because you were born this way baby My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.